So I'm with Phil Fernley, uh, General Manager for BBC News and Knowledge. Um, Phil, you just launched your Olympics um, coverage proposition. What would you say are the is the unifying message behind it? So we're absolutely delighted to and make those announcements today. It's for us. It's about making sure all of our audiences never miss a moment of the games across 24 HD live streams, across 2,500 hours, across mobiles, tablets, connected TVs, and uh, and of course desktop as well. Connected TV seems to be a big part of the proposition. Um, and I guess many of the TVs that consumers are, are buying and have been buying in the run-up to the games have uh, internet connectivity. They are internet connectable. Um, but we see figures that perhaps not all of those TVs are getting connected, are able to take advantage of some of these features that you, you're launching. How, how do you think about that stuff? For example, I think if with previous tournaments we heard about how the World Cup was the the 3D TV World Cup, mm -hmm. or was it? Um, do you think this is like the, the connected TV Olympics? I, I think um, we've been very clear. We wanted to give our audiences choice. We wanted to put them in control, and for that, that meant we needed to to be where they were, to be on the devices that they use, to basically be uh, able f to serve them the best possible service we could. And one of those platforms, of course, is connected TVs. We think it's a growing, it's certainly a growing um, platform, and we wanted to make sure that we were able to to serve there. We've delivered uh, on red button services for many years, and sporting events have been a big part of that. You know, we get 10, 13 million unique users a week on red button services. We believe that connected red buttons and connected TVs, rather, will will be a, a, a really big part of the future. And the Olympics is is a is a component in getting our story out to audiences, and hopefully they'll connect and and have the best experience they can. So some of the of offerings you've launched today are brand new. They seem to be brand new, um, and some seem relatively incremental because the BBC is working on some of these developments and upgrades all the time. You recently refreshed the BBC, BBC Sport website. Sure. How much would you say is brand new and has been developed specifically for the Games? It's, it's, a, it's a really good question. With all of these things, we want to make sure that our audiences aren't overwhelmed by newness. Uh, and don't uh, and have got some time, if you like, to become accustomed to to um, the different ways of navigating and accessing content. So yeah, there are some new things. The thing that we've announced today, which is probably the most innovative and most new, if you like, is is our interactive video uh, experience, and and that is a um, is 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 a wonderful piece of technology that allows the user to switch between. 24 those 24 HD streams allows the user to be able to to add contextual relevance and by that I mean they're able to when they switch a channel and see Taekwondo they can click on the sports guide mm. and get more information about the guide they can click on the on the athletes and find out who's actually competing where they're competing where are they in the competition so that bringing together a video and, and data is, is a really unique way and a really different way I think of, uh, of, of telling the story of the games <coughs> Putting the, basically putting the uh, control in the in the hands of our audience, which is which is I say what we wanted to achieve. You talk of um, delivering to four screens now. Mm -hmm. Do you envisage that one of those screens may be used more than another? So, for example, the desktop web might that be the channel that people most use at work, for example, during the daytime when a lot a lot of these events are taking place. I think different people will use different devices at, at any time. We, we we don't know how they're going to consume that, but we want to make sure that they can get the best possible service they can. I think uh, 
at different times of the day, different devices will be used. At 7 o'clock at night in the home, maybe they're just watching the TV. Mm. Maybe they are looking at their mobiles on the way into work and on the way home. And maybe they're looking at tablets uh, tablets in their, um, in their, in their bedroom. Um, for us, this is about making sure that across all of those four screens, they get the best experience. Yeah. So in one way, maybe this is kind of experimenting, but at, at scale. Um, so I, I mentioned that connected TVs aren't necessarily well adopted at the moment but they may end up that way the second screen phenomenon is something that a lot of us in the industry have been talking mm. about um, I wonder what kind of bump or, or watershed the digital BBC Olympics might be for some of these ideas well we we think it will be a, a, a really big thing I mean, that's why this is the first digital Olympics the first truly digital Olympics I think we will give it to our audiences uh, an experience that they won't have experienced before, frankly. Yeah. Um, so, from that perspective, I think it will give a it will give a bump. It's inevitable. And how much um, how much budget or person hours has the BBC put put into this? So we we never really share cost figures. And all, all I'd say is, you know, when we've gone about designing uh, the service, we've done we've had two things in mind. One is value for money for our license fee payers, uh, and the second one is to make sure that the things that we do can be used way beyond the Olympic Games. And to that extent, we, we kind of talk about delivering legacy in advance of the Games. We've been de we delivered the sport refresh six months before. We delivered, and, and that data platform is the platform that we use for the mm. Olympics. We use it with, we've delivered our streaming services so that we can do F1, the Euros, Wimbledon, Diamond Jubilee, and events post the, post the Olympics. All of those are part of the sort of kind of the test plan, but also more importantly, they're about making sure that legacy gets to our audience as soon as we possibly can. Mm. Um, it's kind of it's a big year for Britain, uh, Queen's Jubilee. Mm -hmm. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you, this has to go right, or uh, this will go right. Right. Yeah, I am. If you if you're asking me, I might do. I feel pressured by that. I feel comforted by the team we've got around here. We've been testing this for literally every day mm. for months, and the uh, the program of testing is the most comprehensive testing we've ever done on anything on, in online, and we're 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 very confident. What's been the biggest challenge? That's a good. That's a good question. I I don't I don't think there's I I genuinely don't think there's been there's no challenge that we've not surmounted. Let's put it that way. Great. Well, good luck. Thank you.